And you're listening to 106.9 Tune FM. I'm Kim, and I'm here with our live interview with Ben Bible, the manager of student experience at Uni Life. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and communications. And I'm only saying that because if student experience really lacks, I can just say, well, look, I've got another part of my portfolio as well. <laughs> he knows all, basically. No, no. That I pretend. <laughs> I pretend when I don't. Um, so, my first question would be, what is some of the highlights of 2019 for you? Goodness. Bookending year. Time is but a construct, isn't it? Um, I think orientation we kicked off. We kicked off pretty well with orientation. Quite a lot of engagement. It was one of the first years we um, had some people here in the studio, paid, paid people here in the studio, which, which really helped out in terms of what we were able to do in student activations. Um, during orientation, I introduced Be a Better Human as, as a campaign, as part of the RNA um, Awareness Project. And... That's something I was really passionate about. I spoke um, here pretty early in the new year about that, um, and I'm excited to say that'll continue into next year. And it's going to be form p- much more of a central part of yeah. of that. But no, I really enjoyed that. It's something I'm really passionate about. I, I'm much more in the primary prevention side of things, so I think yeah. universities are very formative times. So being able to bring something like uh, be a better human here from the Flinders University Student Association, which has been student created, um, just a whole new way of, of of addressing the way we should be interacting with each other, and hopefully prevent some of the issues that we have down the track. We look. We moved into a new office. I don't want to be selfish, but that was pretty fantastic. <laughs> it was really great. So we're we're nice and central now in, in what we've dubbed UNE Life HQ. We're all part of the one complex. We've got the postgrad yeah. space there. We've got the women's space. We've got advocacy, welfare, um, and the UNE Life HQ building, which comes with you know these fantastic student rooms, which have just been being you know really heavily used. There's a there's a formal meeting room and a clubs room. Um, and we've already, I mean, I'm, I'm a bit scared that there won't be any time at all next year because we've been meeting with some some people from HEP about past projects being offered out there, so the peer assisted yeah. study sessions. Um, and, of course, we've got a lot of club engagement. Um, that club engagement was given a massive boost when we had James Hudson come on board. I think you interviewed him yesterday. Yes. Um, he doesn't like to talk about himself. He does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that was an enormous coup for us. Um, he's got so much experience at... Um, you know, universities around Australia spent a lot of time at UQ uh, in, in more recent years and just building that clubs program to phenomenal levels. And I think that's probably, um, you know, it's probably played out in the latter, later half of this year just through the sheer number of club engagement. I think we've had eight new clubs in a period of a month join up. That was the record. A lot of international clubs. He'll tell himself he loves international food. <laughs> uh, we had the clubs awards night, um, one of the first ones we've had ever. We've always had the sports awards night, but the clubs awards night. And yeah. it was just uh, such a great night. And we had the chair of the Union Life board there and uh, Basically, the, the stroke was just full and he did this really amazing thing. So um, I think there's been a lot, but the big one, yeah, it would be just the, all the student engagement. I think um, I touched on it when you first asked the question, but um, – and Tanya, Tanya hiding out there. She likes to <laughs> she likes to hide in the shadows. But one of, one of the most impressive things we've probably been able to achieve this year is this station. I don't think you guys get a lot of that credit because you're always behind the microphones. Yeah. But, um, you know, so much – and people don't realise, but so much of what we're able to do is because of either the student volunteers or this year the radio broadcast assistants, things like winter and, and orientation, yeah. um, all of that. The student experience team, if you take me out of it, um, there's really two people. There's the advocacy welfare, but they've got a lot on. So yeah. it's really James Hudson who's just come on board and, and Tanya. Um, and then there's you guys as the extended team. So – Really, our student experience team is very small. So what we're able to achieve throughout the year, not only in terms of those big activations like autumn and winter, but um, just the general engagement is is really cool to you guys. So thank you. It's been a great year for you. Yes, thank you. Um, what would you say is one of your favourite events during the year? Oh, Lord. Uh, favourite events. 
Look, winter's great. <laughs> the first time Tanya pitched winter, she wanted Ferris wheels, and she said, I'm going to make it snow. And I said, no, that's not possible. Uh, you can't make it snow. But sure enough, she did. Um, and it's been refined. But winter's probably one of the big ones. And in terms of the peer engagement we get with on-campus students, winter's just phenomenal. We get anywhere between 800 to 1,100 people each year, and it's in its third year this year. Um, look, I, I, I love that. But to be honest, the big one for me is graduation. Um, we, we play a pretty big role in graduation at Uni Life, not just through catering, but through just the general experience. Um, but graduation is a time that all students sort of come to campus and they benefit. So you'd see so many online students. I don't know why it is. I know there's a lot of on-campus students that, of course, graduate, but yeah. just about without fail, everyone I speak to <laughs> at graduation, it's sometimes their first time visiting campus. But they're, yeah, they're, yeah they're, for the most part, they're, they're all online students. And so they're happy, you know, things are, everyone's smiling because it's it's this amazing achievement um, that people have realised after sometimes 10, 11 years of study. So graduation for me is probably the most, my, my favourite event that we do on campus. And so the, the other things that we do, like the campus shuttle bus and the food pantry, um, what are those? Like how... How do we contribute into those? Ah, um, all ideas, I suppose. The, the food pantry was, um, and, and it's been a great thing. I, don't, I didn't talk about that because no advocacy and welfare mentioned it when they were interviewed yeah. earlier this, this week. But the food pantry was something that um, there's this phenomenal international student called Dante who came to me and she's, she's really passionate about this. And she, she wanted a community fridge here, um, which... You know, had a whole heap of logistical issues, I suppose. It was a fridge in the courtyard that had all this fresh food, which would be amazing, but obviously had concerns not just about health, but also vandalism and a whole heap of other things. Yeah. Not that our students do that, they're perfect. <laughs> um, so we looked at a way that we could offer the service. What we try to do is rather than just, you know, I'm a big believer, I like my data. We do an annual <laughs> survey every year. I'm a big believer in stated versus revealed preference. But um, a lot of people, you know, they'll, they'll pitch an idea to us and they'll say, what about this? And, and it's very easy to go, oh, that will never work. But not often do we look at the underlining reason about why that idea is being pitched. And food security was an enormous problem, particularly with international students. And it was um, just reinforced only a couple of months after we, we put the application in for SAF funding, actually, by the University of Australia report into food security, um, and which indicated just how many students are going without food every week. So we put in a small... Um, staff application for a pilot for the food pantry. Yeah. Um, we had the wonderful Molly Zarb come on board this year, so um, up at Advocacy and Welfare, and we gave the project to her to, to sort of administer, and it just went gangbusters. <laughs> it was impressive. <laughs> so, so many people. Um, and something that really surprised me, because, you know, we, we didn't want to introduce too many barriers to the food pantry. So, particularly with concerns about international students and their, their ability to live independently and their concerns that maybe that would affect some sort of, of, of their visa here, yeah. um, we didn't want a formal process where people had to sit down and tick boxes. We didn't want to put anyone off because it can be quite, um, you know, quite confronting doing that yeah. for, for domestic and international students. So we wanted to make it as easy as possible. Um, so I was expecting quite a few people just to go every couple of weeks um, because we do have limits, obviously, because there's only so much money to go around. So, But the the statistics actually show that you no, know, most people come once or twice when they re really need it. So that's, that's really nice. So, yeah, a lot of that stuff... Um, comes directly from the students. That's that's what we do, and and yeah. all of that, uh, all of those project programs are, are staff funded for the student services amenities fee, um, and so it's really important that it is coming from the students. And what we do is we we you know we sort of spend that money, um, and then we go back to the university with the actual receipts. So, yeah. but hopefully, food pantry will continue into 20, 2020. Um, we've put in, given the, the enormous success, we put in a, a larger application, which we'll see it throughout the year. So for the online students that will be paying the SAF fund, what is UNILIFE um, offering with that? 
Oh, it's, it's actually interesting. I was asked to do a, um, a paper on online students. Um, uh, I'm a big believer in, in, in students. I think this binary of online students and on-campus students um, doesn't need to exist so much. I think I think students are students and students have needs. So yeah. food and beverage is the perfect example. Our online students don't benefit from any of our provision of food and beverage that we have here on campus because yeah. there isn't a necessity for that. We have a, a community of students here on campus and we have a responsibility to provide them with safety, security, food, beverage. But there's so many things that our online students need. And, and you know, if we just look at a student as a student and then look at the demographics around that, geography is going to play a big part of that. Um, time and time again, we get told our online students just want to engage with the university and with each other and feel part of this institution. So um, generally, what we what we try to do at UNI Life is provide the capacity for students to undertake their own activity. That's what we're all about. The club's yeah. program is a huge part of that. TuneFM, of course, you guys are a huge <laughs> part of that. So what we'll be really focusing on next year, and we're putting um, a significant increase to club's funding to be able to... In- uh, provide um, resources for our students who might be studying in Brisbane, who might be studying in, in Newcastle, to be able to uh, meet up to form to form. Um, I don't want to say just clubs because it's not just about clubs, but to meet each other. Um, to to it could be like study sessions, things like that. Um, breaking down these 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 barriers, these perceived barriers. Oh, they're online. We can't deliver these services. What we look is we have a service to deliver. It's not a matter of extending things like food and beverage to online students. It's a matter of extending those things that online students need. So it's not just about Sydney and, and Tari and um, Sydney, Tari and Tamworth, which are the three big centres where we've got our, our UNA activations. But what we want to do is encourage students to meet up with each other. So, yeah, there's a HDR conference actually early next year um, in January where James will be speaking. There's a HDR social club having a breakfast, a networking breakfast. A lot of the students um, will be visiting campus um, and James is going to really encourage people to start meeting up and, and you know, collaborate with each other. There's a couple of other programs. Um, financial assistance is, is one of those. I, I don't think that, you know, um, students struggling is limited to the geography of being here in Armidale. I, yeah. I think students are struggling all over. So um, where traditionally with SAF funding it had been paid by online on-campus students where we've looked at you know things like emergency financial assistance, we've, we've asked for a massive increase in that to be able to deliver that to all students. Flu vaccinations is another one. Um, flu vaccinations have been traditionally paid by the university here through residences, but the SAF application, and again, we haven't heard about SAF yet, so I'm talking in vain, I hope all this happens, but the SAF application we included was to account for um, students around the country to be able to go to the campus so we could distribute free vouchers so students can go and get flu vaccines because we know that sickness is is pretty ubiquitous. Um, And do you have any tips for students coming in 2020? Ooh, Yeah. New students, yeah, take advantage of everything. So you, yeah, I mean, look, I'm a, I'm a romantic when it comes to university experience. <laughs> uh, it's such a formative time. It's a time where you, you, you know, you're having new views, you're meeting new people, and you're being influenced in ways you've never been influenced. And this is not just for you know undergraduate first degrees. It doesn't matter where you're at. It's university is a really formative time. So soak up every single opportunity. And there's so much support. There's so many opportunities. Um, and often. It'll, it'll be two years into a degree, I'll talk to a student and they'll say, oh, I, I didn't realise I could do that. And I'm like, just ask the question. Always ask the question. Um, that's probably really important. And the other way is to f- find ways to build resilience. You know, I think um, I personally, I'm a big believer in, in that through friction we grow. You know, so um, rather than, you know, something, something happens, you get knocked about. Um, I often see people who get knocked about and, and they say, oh, look, this is too much and they walk away. But like I said, there's always support there. So friction isn't always bad. It's a it's an important thing to, to build character. Um, it's it's how you learn from that and, and move on and put that behind you. So, yeah, don't don't get to don't get too knocked about. Thanks. 
Uh, thank you for coming in and talking to us. No, um, you're very welcome. Where can we find you on social? Social everywhere. Well, <laughs> of course, Uni Life has a lot of pages. Uh, the Uni Life HQ page, so it's just actually Uni Life, yep. is on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook is a great way of getting in touch. We will man that over Christmas period. Um, yep. So, of course, the university shuts shuts down. Um, so, we'll be um, shutting down the Uni Life HQ from next Tuesday. Um, and we'll reopen on the January on January second. But students can always send a message to us through Facebook. We okay. we look at it. We're pretty sad people. So just like you would have your phone in front of you all the time, yeah. I have mine. If I could delete Facebook and had the willpower, I would. Um, but yeah, certainly at myself and there's a couple of members of the team who have access to that to that Facebook page. So someone messages us on there, we'll we'll come back straight away. Um, but yeah, Instagram and Facebook. So you and Life two three five one are the big ones. Okay, thank you for coming in and talking to us. No, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me.